0: The Spirit Sports Podcast uh, with your hosts, Andrew and Garrett. And there's been some news this week. We're going to be talking about the Julio Jones trade to the Titans, uh, Trailblazers issues, just in general, and gimmick boxing that's happened over this weekend. And there's actually gimmick boxing this
1: weekend as well, if you didn't know. But first, before we get into anything, we have breaking news, guys. Stop the presses, hold everything. LeBron James is changing his number next year. ESPN reported by Adrian Wojnarowski. I mean, just earth-shattering news. ESPN can't help themselves. They can't help it. LeBron's been eliminated for like what four and a half, five days now, and every day ESPN they LeBron all day long. It's it's the news media monster. I love it. I actually hate it. But Do you think their ratings actually go down when they don't talk about LeBron? I think that their ratings go up when they don't talk about LeBron because well, that's what I would think. But I, they post about him so much that I
0: just would I don't I just don't no, know. I think
1: that like they just love blowing him. They absolutely love to blow him. It's it's incredible. I I like like just this morning there was some on this day in history. Oh, it was uh it was his game seven against Boston in 2012 where he walked into um he came into the game and he had the LeBron, he put on the the LeBron face and. 45-7-9 and nine against the Celtics. Like, yeah, great. That was, you know, nine years ago. And then, like, two days ago was uh, the shot heard around the world when he scored the last 25 points against the Pistons. Like, every day it's something new. It's like, hey, we got it. You love LeBron. Guess what? There's other teams in the playoffs right now. Let's talk about them. Anyways, you want to do Julio first? Let's do Julio. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: The Titans got an absolute steal from the uh, Falcons. A steal? I I okay. Maybe not a steal, but they're still getting a very good great wide receiver as their number 2 behind AJ Brown. They got Julio Jones for uh a second and a fourth and they also got a sixth. Probably like a 2023-2024 20, 20,
1: sixth. I think there's some provision that like the fourth if it does, if they for some reason if it's not a fourth, they swap picks in the fifth or something, and they get the sixth. It's some weird, like he has to play a certain amount of games kind of thing. Yeah, um,
0: I did see a lot of people who were like, "Oh, your team. If you're a fan of another team that isn't the Titans, you should be ashamed that your team didn't go out and try to make that trade because that's all they wanted." But nobody's understanding that that's a huge contract to pick up. Yes. A lot of teams just can't. There's, what, 15 teams right now that are above or have at least a little bit of money to
1: spend? Yeah, I think th- I think there was like 12 teams that could fit it under the cap, but seven of them haven't even signed their rookies yet. Yeah. So it's really like five teams could actually trade for him.
0: So it's not like they had a big market for Julio. It was more or less, like you said, five teams could actually afford him. and Without without moving
1: salaries yeah, around. yeah. And without asking him to take a pay cut, I mean, which is difficult, I
0: I I do want to talk a little bit about salaries when we get towards the end of the Julio topic because Ryan Tannehill renegotiated his contract. Oh, he did. I didn't see that. Yeah, so oh, okay. he he changed all of the signing bonuses from what I saw. So well,
1: he was a little overpaid. Yeah, yeah. It, but
0: which helps the team, and that's why like there was a big uh, Stephen A or somebody went on a big rant about there's no money and like there's no money in football anymore like you can get whoever you want because you can just rearrange contracts, there's basically no salary cap, but I had tweeted on Saturday, or when did it happen?
1: it was uh Saturday, yeah, I tweeted I the trade was Saturday yeah I
0: tweeted right. on Saturday that I had mentioned. Couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, that the Titans have no wide receiver core behind AJ Brown, and now look at them—they have they have two very good wide receivers that could easily go for a thousand plus yards if they just. De- so defenses have to now make a choice: Are we going to shut down both wide receivers and let Derrick Henry rush for three thousand yards this year, or are we going to let Derrick Henry not rush and let Julio and AJ Brown both rack up twelve hundred plus receiving yards this year? You have to stop Derrick Henry. Well, that's what I would the, think. The Titans
1: go as Derrick yeah. Henry goes. Like, that's we, – we know that, you know. They, they, they go nowhere if he's not incredible. We've and, seen it.
0: And from what we've seen this offseason, Derrick Henry can now catch the ball. He's been working strictly on passing drills this offseason instead of rushing drills, which he doesn't need rushing drills anyway because the dude's a fucking animal. <laughs> but you're, if you're telling me that Derrick Henry can now catch the ball and you also have Julio Jones and A.J. Brown – running go routes every single time
1: the play action is going to be yeah intense. i mean that's what Tannehill's best at is his play action I, and sh- if
0: derrick henry's now receiving threat their play action yeah. is great
1: i mean and i like adam ferkser uh who's their starting tight end they obviously they lost johnny smith and then josh reynolds is their third string receiver he was the third on the rams a few years ago He like he's a solid he's gonna have like 600 700 yards receiving He's a good, solid wide receiving option. So, and, and here's what everybody's going with. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, you get, your offense is great. Your defense still stinks. Well, yeah, their defense still stinks, but there's not an immediate way to improve their defense right now. No. You know what there was a way to improve? Their offense. And they lost two guys that were, I think they were, what, 60% of their total offensive and receiving yards? Like, you had to replace 60% of your offensive receiving yards. Oh, three guys, actually, because they lost Adam Humphreys, too, between... And Corey Davis, like, Julio's going to f- help that. You can't, you can't just have A.J. Brown. You, you got to have something else with him, you know. There was
0: one favorite to win that division before Saturday. And it was the Colts.
1: See, I, I disagree with you on that because I still felt like you can ride Derrick Henry for 2,000 yards and get 11 wins out of that. Like, I don't know if they're I, good enough to get to 11 wins with Derrick Henry. I don't, I don't know if they would be with, with one Legitimate wide receiver. Derrick Henry, 2,000 yards. A.J. Brown, like 1,400 yards. 12 touchdowns. I think you're giving him
0: Derrick Henry a lot. Do you think, think he can't gonna get 2,000 yards again? again? You don't think he, can, he can't get 2,000 yards? I don't know if he could go
1: 2K again. I, I think he can.
0: I think he can easily. Now.
1: I think he can. Well, also, he's 2,000 is going to become a number that is a lot easier now because you have an extra game. But so the Titans... Are my pick
0: to now win that division? They were but still my pick. I wouldn't hadn't put it past. Me. I think it's going to be very close again with the Titans and the Colts. I don't trust. Because I really like that Colts team.
1: I don't trust Carson Wentz. No, but I trust Jonathan Taylor. Great, you trust Jonathan Taylor. Carson, Carson that Wentz. Colts defense if Carson Wentz is your quarterback, to get them to where they need to be. Good for you. You're going to have 18 turnovers. Carson Wentz led the Eagles to the playoffs what four years ago? Yeah, and guess what? They won a Super Bowl without him. They, that team was kind of loaded. I don't think it had anything to do with Carson Wentz. I, I'm not sold on him. I'm. You're not going to convince me that. No, I'm not either. But like,
0: I do still like that Colts outside of their, their quarterback. Yeah,
1: they have a great roster. They do like their roster is really good. And in
0: a division that was bad I'm, before Saturday, I'm it's,
1: still going to take King Henry. No, I still I'm still picking trust the that Titans. Guy the Titans are now my pick. The, yeah. But, um. All right. So what are we expecting out of Julio this year? What what's like, give me your base value of statistics that you, you're exp- – and let's just, let's just stay with a 16-game regular season statistic. Like, don't try to factor in the 17th game because I don't know what they're going to look like. Basically, just factor in, like, another 100 yards and eight catches or whatever. Are we saying
0: Julio that. Jones plays every game this year?
1: See, there's – that's the question. Is he going to play every game this year? You now, know?
0: and don't take this as me saying he's injury-prone because he's not – not at all. I think he's only missed, what, 24 games in his – Career that that might be pushed right. well I don't even last fits
1: that much last year he played nine games year before he played 15 and then it's 16 16 14 16 15 5 16 and 13. so in general he's played basically every game except in a couple seasons and the season he played 15 or the two seasons he played 15 I believe he sat out the last game of the season um because of playoffs or whatever you know they just sat out the last, the last uh, regular season week So, you know, I'm not factoring that in his rookie year. I know he missed three games because he had like turf toe or something. And 2013, I think he tore his ACL. It was like ACL or Achilles. I can't. It it was one of the bad ones. Um, But other than that, yeah, he's been healthy. I mean, this year he had the hamstring issue and, you know, hamstrings will linger. But in general, Julio has been healthy. So I think the notion that he's not healthy Is kind of overblown. He's had one issue. Let's see if he can resolve it. I'm gonna bank that he resolves it. He's he's kind of an athletic freak of nature.
0: Yeah, I agree. I like and even if like the problem is everyone sees Julio Jones on the questionable list every single every single week because he is always questionable. But the amount that he he always plays, he always plays, and whether he does mediocre or he can do great for you but like he's still out there playing and I would take a Julio Jones playing over Julio Jones and not doing well over Julio Jones not playing because him out there is immediately every single defender is looking his way because like you just said he's an athletic freak of nature that no matter where he is on the football field you have two corners maybe
1: 2 DBs looking at him every single time. Oh yeah, you're double covering Julio yeah. every time. And this this is going to be the first time in his career like he's not double covered. You you're not oh, going to yeah, double you cover can. who? You, have AJ you Brown got AJ Brown design. and AJ Brown is I mean people overlook him cuz he's on the Titans, but I mean if you want to take a poll uh you can make a case AJ Brown's the best receiver in football. I, I that's I might be taking a long shot on that I, one. I'm not going
0: to say he's the best uh, wide receiver in football but I'm gonna say that if I did a a draft a fantasy draft where every no, single I'm not player even is up fantasy. for grabs no 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 so you every single player every single team loses their players
1: oh okay I got you saying and
0: I'm ranking the wide receivers AJ Brown is the first one I take because he's young and he's great but I mean Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins are still the one and two for me
1: yeah like I get that people love DK but I'll take A.J. Brown over D.K. Metcalf. Yeah, as of course. A, like, as a receiver, not just fantasy-wise, yeah. any day. Like, his route running, his hands, his physicality, it, it, it's impeccable. And he's very incredible. healthy. For the most part, yeah. yeah. Actually, he has a little Julio in him where he's on the, you know, he's on the injury list, but he's going to play at the end of the day. Like, they ruled him out for the season. Like, week two, they're like, no, you're not playing the rest of the year. You have a bad knee. And, you know, he was back by week five. Yeah. Like, a- A.J. Brown is that dude. He's that good. Um, let's do fantasy here. I was just going to bring that up. All right. What do you, so does this, this obviously hinders AJ Brown a little bit fantasy wise. Let's go back. I didn't answer your
0: question on what he does this year. We got off on a little bit of a tangent. Oh, okay. So in 2019, in 2018, he, he caught 113 for six, for almost 1700 yards. In 2019, he had 99 receptions for 1400 yards. And last year, he had 51 receptions for 771 yards. Um, I think he definitely does better than he did last season. I like Ryan Tannehill more than I like Matt Ryan throwing the ball to Julio.
1: Uh, I think you're really discounting Matt Ryan. Matt okay. Ryan is very good. Maybe. I like, I like the fel- or the Titans' ability to get Julio open because Julio's not going to be the number one. And the ability for them to run the ball is going to be better. So just because of the play action I like that better. But Tannehill, I don't like Tannehill better than Matt Ryan.
0: Okay. Um, not counting in an extra game this year. I'd say anywhere like around sixty
1: receptions for eight hundred and fifty. Sixty? Or sixty receptions. Say the the hell he is. I hope he didn't just trade a second round pick for sixty catches and eight hundred yards.
0: Well, uh, how many games did he miss last year? Why were his numbers so low?
1: Well, he only played nine games. Okay, so he you know he missed. Sorry, I am going to say seven games. I am going to yeah. say eighty receptions. Eighty, yeah. All so I am going to go. I am going to go through the averages here:
0: 99. 2020, 51. So, with A.J. Brown on the other side, I'm not going to say he gets maybe 90, but I'm going to go 80 is the low point. That's where I think he'll reach. That's where, if I'm drawing a line where I'm betting over under, I'd say 83 receptions. That's where I'm going to draw a line and say, here, pick this or over under. Because, and I'd, I'd probably pick. Maybe the over, but I don't know by how much more. I'd say maybe 83 for 850,
1: 900 yards. Am I getting minimum 15 games out of Julio? Yeah, We 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 said he plays the whole season. Give me 90 catches, 1,200 yards, six touchdowns. So what
0: does A.J. Brown do on this side?
1: 106 catches, 1,500 yards, and 12 touchdowns. That's that's where I'm feeling. Who else they throwing the ball to? I mean, no, I, yeah, like I said, I, I, I like Josh Reynolds. I like Adam Ferkser, but <laughs> nah, to hell with that. I'm throwing to my studs. Like,
0: I, That's where I'm throwing it. No, yeah, no I'm not. Like, if I'm Ryan Tannehill, I mean, you showed me a meme yeah, like, on Sunday. To hell it's, with it. Julio
1: out there somewhere. Yeah,
0: Julio like, and A.J. Brown out there somewhere. It's just I Ryan mean, Tannehill on. throwing with his eyes closed at that point.
1: Uh, he better be chucking. Eh, should be chucking.
0: I think this is going to be a very different Titans team than we've seen
1: over the past few years. You know what's funny? So Arthur Smith is the new head coach of the Falcons. He's the former offensive coordinator of the, of the Titans. Why would you trade Julio to your former team? What? Oh, I can't work with this guy. They they can screw him up, but I can't work with him. Really? I mean, why? That, that didn't make any sense to me on that part. I thought about it more and more. I'm like, really? You, to the Titans? I mean... That's your ex-team. You just got done coaching there. You want to help them out? Uh, that was weird. But, I mean, I, I like their offense. Actually, I think their defense is going to be improved. I like the Bud Dupree signing. They signed a couple other guys in their secondary. Yeah, I know. You're over there. Bud Dupree is gone. Boo-hoo the Steelers. Ugh, they suck. Um, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, I mean, they... they Look, I'm looking at, like, an 11-win team, minimum. I, I'm looking at 11 wins. I, mean, I don't have their schedule in front of me, but uh, I could pull that up in about two seconds, you know. They should be good enough to win 11 games. I know they won the uh, they won the division last year, so, you know, that's going to be tough. All right. Um, I got their schedule pulled up. Okay, good, because I was trying to get to it. And I Cardinals week one. Where is it? Uh, and they're at home against the Cardinals. That's a win. Cardinals can't stop the run.
0: Okay. Home against the or away at Seattle. That's
1: a loss cuz Seattle's always 5 and 0 oh to start the season.
0: Home against the Colts.
1: That's a win. Okay. Actually at no, that's a loss because they'll they'll beat the Colts in Indianapolis and Indianapolis will beat the Titans in Nashville. That's how that's how it usually goes. At the Jets. They'll beat the Jets. At the Jags. So wait, they're two and two right now. They're at Jags, they're three and two. At the yeah yeah uh home against the bills they're winning that they're four and two, wow, the Bills, Proves to me when the bills can stop the run, home against the chiefs, they're losing that game, so they're four and three four and three um at
0: the er, yeah at the colts, they so win four that four one. no, they
1: win that oh game. yeah, yeah, yep, so five and three um, at the Rams, they're gonna win that game. I think I think people are kind of overrating the Rams a little bit. I think they're going to win that game. So six and three. Yeah, I got six and three. Home against the Saints. They're going to win that game. Seven and three. Home against the Texans. They're going to win that game. Eight and three.
0: At the Patriots.
1: Oh, I hate, ah. What's the plan here, buddy? That's a tough one because Bill's going to know how to match up with them, and he lost to them in the playoffs. I'm gonna say the Titans win that game though, nine to three or nine and three. I, I'm not gonna be the homer and pick my Patriots to win that game. Home against the Jags, they win that game. Ten and three. Oh my God, they're ten and three right now. See at the Steelers, <laughs> Oh, they win that game. <laughs> oh, they crush them. I don't think they do. <laughs>
0: I and sure there might be bias here, but I don't think they. You know,
1: flip the flip the Rams pick or the Rams pick, so they're ten be and four now. Okay, they're ten and four.
0: I'm gonna say they lose to the Steelers. I don't think they march into Ew. Heinz.
1: I, I gotta sit over here and pick them to beat my Patriots. But you're just they're they're gonna beat They're think, not gonna beat the Steelers. But I don't Hell think no. they
0: go into Foxborough and beat the Patriots.
1: Why not? We, New England got run over last year. Anybody that wanted to beat New, New England England's all they had, had a lot to do,
0: of defensive players back. Uh,
1: yeah, I get that. But you know I think the
0: Steelers are very good at stopping their own. I just don't think they march into Heinz Field and I think the Steelers reach are, are reach the a hot Steelers. mess. That's fine. You can mess. think that, but All right, so what do you have them at 10 and 4 right yeah, now? Yeah, 10 and 4.
1: I Look, if you want to friggin' argue over the that, Steelers, no. Okay, home 10 home against the Niners. Home against the Niners. They're going to lose that game. They're 10 and 5. I think the Niners are going to be good.
0: Home against the Dolphins. I think they win
1: that one. 11 and 5. And then at the Texans. 12 and 5. I right. mean, th- I mean, if you want to throw the Steelers one, you know, okay, they're eleven and six. Right, like, let's go.
0: Let's go through mine. I have them losing to the Cardinals.
1: Okay, wait. So wait a minute. How though?
0: I mean, they have J.J. Watt now.
1: It, that doesn't mean you can stop the run. I I
0: think that this Cardinals team is going to be very good this year. Win the uh, division, I'm maybe not, not
1: but I, I'm not seeing them against. All right. I, all right, all right, Go well, ahead. Okay.
0: They right. they split with the Colts, so there's an there's a start one and one. I, I'm not going to go through the schedule completely, like in order. Split with the Colts, one and one. They're going to sweep the Jags, and they're going to sweep the Texans.
1: All right, so they went five five and one, and in, one in the division.
0: Okay. Um, lose to the Cardinals, five and two. Lose to the Seahawks, five and three. Uh they're going to beat the Jets, six and three. They're going to lose to the Bills, six and four. Maybe they can squeak one out at home against the Chiefs. Seven and No, no they're
1: losing the Chiefs.
0: You want to guarantee that? I would
1: They're at home yes. against the Chiefs. Chiefs play really well on the road. Okay. I, I would I would book that. I'll take your
0: guarantee. Six yeah. and five. At the Rams. I don't think they beat the Rams on the road. Six and six. Yeah, I don't either. I They beat the Saints seven and six. They beat the Patriots eight and six. I'll give you the Titans are losing to the Steelers. So nine and six. I don't know how they beat the Niners. I
1: don't think they beat the Niners either.
0: So is that ten and or nine, nine and Nine and seven.
1: Nine and seven. You have one more game. You have two games. Six. Yeah. So oh yeah, no, one more. One more. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna beat the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are gonna At be-
0: home against the Dolphins, sure. Yeah, I'll give you that. I think if they were in my No, I don't think it
1: matters. I don't think it matters. I think like people are really – I still like Tua, but until we see it, I can't give you a. I can't give you a win over the Titans until I see it. I have faith in him, but – So I, mean, I got him at 10, 10 and 10 7. 10 and 7. I mean, I think you're looking at 10, 11, or 12 wins. One of those three. I mean, you know, there's a couple games in there that can flip-flop. Like the Jags, they might lose a game to the Jags because the Jags might be sneaky and – I'm also out.
0: forgetting that there's an
1: additional game this
0: year. So 11 right. game, 11 wins isn't doesn't right. sound the same 11 more wins is the same thing. Yeah. 11 wins
1: is now like 10 wins yeah. basically. Like you just have to factor in like 11 wins is 10 wins, 10 wins is 9 wins, like cuz I mean 11 wins is 11 and 6 and Right. Like if you go um, 9 and 8, you're basically 500. Like you kind of stunk. You, yeah, you won nine games but you were 500, you stunk. So, moving into fantasy now.
0: Where does this push – does this drop A.J. Brown well, at all it, to you?
1: Okay, it drops A.J. Brown because I had A.J. Brown as the number one wide receiver for me. Okay. I had him number – I mean, there was nobody else around him for production. And what is fantasy all about? It's about, you know, productivity. You yep. know, what's – opportunity and productivity. Well, he's been really productive, and he hasn't had as much opportunity. He had all the opportunities, so he was going to continue to be productive – He's going to have a little less opportunity now, but it's still going to be high. So this
0: isn't. We're not talking dynasty. No, this is just straight this up, is a straight up redraft PPR or redraft.
1: You know, I whatever. didn't
0: have AJ Brown as my number one. I did have him as a top five, five, yeah, ish. That dropped to pushing him to maybe seven or eight. I don't have my definite rankings yet. I don't That's think gonna he can, be
1: I don't think he can fall out of the top five because I think. Some of the top wide receivers are going to see a change in quarterback this year. Yeah, like, so let's say... Like Mike Thomas, I think Mike Thomas is not a top seven guy.
0: I don't know. I have to I have to think about that. I don't think his, his productivity drops much because Jameis Winston can still throw the football even when he went 30 for 30. I mean... He still was. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were still lighting, lighting teams he, up fantasy wise. Mike
1: Thomas is a different style of receiver, though. Jameis wants to chuck it. I think he's going to have a comeback. Mike Thomas season. is like he's like Marvin Harrison, where he's a surgeon.
0: I'm not drafting Michael Thomas over AJ Brown, but I'm still not going to say Michael Thomas I'm not falls out of my top
1: ten. I'm not drafting. But
0: Michael I, Thomas you got to think, guy. DeAndre Hopkins is going to get His drafted top five.
1: High. He's top five.
0: Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. For the Green Bay Packers, Devontae Adams is the number one wide receiver taken. He's top two. Top two, sure. Yeah. And then DK Metcalf is up there because guys fall in love with DK every single year. Jalen Ramsey's son.
1: Really? That's where you're going to go with that? Really?
0: Who else is going to have a lot of like? The problem is is wide receivers really didn't. There wasn't outliers last year. Oh, Stephon Diggs is going to be up there.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to see him kind of come back to earth a little bit. It's
0: tough right now because I don't have my rankings right. dead set yet. No, I don't. So it's, we're in June. Yeah. <laughs> we're in June. I'm not,
1: I'm not ranking shit right now.
0: Hypothetically speaking, Julio Jones is probably a top... He's easily top 20.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're not even disputing top 20. I was going to say
0: probably top 15. Yeah. But because it's still Julio fucking Jones.
1: Like, Yeah, I mean... If Godwin and Evans are both healthy, they're both top 15 wide receivers. Easily. So, there's no reason that the Titans offense can't absorb two, Like, Corey Davis was a top 25, I think. And I mean, that's Corey Davis. Yeah, I think so. He, I think he had 900 yards and about 11 touchdowns. Because
0: like you also got to factor in, like, what does Terry McLaurin do this year with more wide receivers in, in Washington? Right. What is D.J. Chark doing with Trevor Lawrence as his quarterback? What does a... I mean, what does Cortland Sutton do healthy now back in Denver? Really? Cortland Sutton. He really. was still a productive first-year yeah, Drew Locke. Drew Locke stinks. He was still a productive fantasy wide receiver first year with Drew
1: Locke. <laughs> it's June. I'm not talking about Drew Locke right now. <laughs> Let's like, move on. <laughs> I'm just does, do, you, do. Do the, I know where you're going, but. Do
0: the Panthers wide receivers, are they more productive wide receivers now in, in yeah, Carolina? Yeah, no, those are all fair questions like, except the Drew Locke one,
1: but. These are <laughs>
0: no, I'm not talking Drew Locke, I'm talking Courtland No, Sutton no, as no. I got I got what you're saying. Um but it, there's so many things that we have to factor in before we, we go into rank. But just yeah, I mean, hypothetically speaking, Julio Jones is a top twenty
1: definite wide receiver fantasy wise. He's definitely top twenty and AJ and Brown is definite top ten. Right. Maybe like, even top five. I have AJ Brown top five. I don't think there's any way with his production and his ability he falls out of the top five. I mean, look at when he was on the field last year. He was incredible. Does the
0: hurt Derrick Henry at all of you? No, the Derrick no, Henry he's is still a still top three fantasy top wide receiver. Three.
1: I mean, you know how I feel about King Henry.
0: I mean, Christian McCaffrey is my number you one. You can go I to can hell with that it. right now. I, no think, way. I think I have
1: Christian, Alvin, Delvin, Derrick. Alvin? Yes. Like, did you see Alvin's numbers without Drew Brees last year? They stunk. Tell him fucking Kamara. Uh, listen, he can be Alvin and the Chipmunks. I don't really care. Give me King Henry. All right. Moving on. All right. Let's do Portland.
0: Yeah, so this was your idea to talk about, so I'll let you take us into this because you have all these mock trades for me to go over in your trade well, machine. Well, here's and the thing,
1: like, so Portland gets eliminated by the by the Nuggets, okay, and then they turn around and they fire their coach Terry Stotts, who's a coach of the year or former coach of the year. You know, he's been in their coach I think for nine seasons or seven seasons. So. You're at the situation where Dame is 31. Your roster is pretty well locked. You can't sign any free agents. You don't have a lot of draft picks because you've traded several of them. Where do you go from here? So there's two ways you can look at it. Where do you go from here if you're the Blazers? And where do you go from here if you're Damian Lillard? So let me ask you this question. You're Damian Lillard, all right? You come to me. All right and I and you I'm your best friend, you know, whatever. You, you know, hey man, wh- wh- what do you think I ought to do? You know. What wh- what do you want to do? Like you're stuck in Portland. You're not winning anything in Portland. Like let's be honest, the Blazers yeah. are not winning a title right now. As presently constructed, they're not winning a title. So are you I'm going to ask you, are you happy being the dude in Portland who's loved there and whatever, but your legacy is always going to be couldn't be the best player in a title team and didn't have enough help around him. Or like, are you good with that? I'm. If I'm
0: Der- Damian Lillard, I'm. I'm not. I'm not okay staying in Portland. I want to get out. The problem is, is
1: who trades for me? Right. Which is the problem? Like, there's just like you can. Okay, you can draw up all the. To the Lakers and to the Knicks and to the Celtic. You, like, you can draw that up all day long. That Those don't make any sense. I'm never going to go there. Like, that just doesn't make sense. Well, if you're the Blazers, do you have any interest in trading Damian Lillard? Like, no. No. You don't want to trade him. So, clearly, C.J. McCollum is the only—well, and Nurkic. But, I mean, Nurkic isn't the top piece in a trade package. Like, you're not getting anything for him.
0: The player you're really trying to trade is
1: C.J. McCollum. Yeah, it's C.J.
0: And uh, you're not— I, they're going to have a hell of a time trying to trade, what, $28 million? Yeah,
1: 28 and a half. Um, I mean, it's just... The problem is they don't have wing scoring. They have two guards that, yeah, they can dominate the hell out of the ball. They don't play any defense, and their wings don't provide them with anything. They're relying on Carmelo Anthony. If Carmelo Anthony was any good, he'd be on the Lakers.
0: So, I'm going to throw a... Uh, potential not potential but a thought of a trade at you before you can throw All right, it go ahead in. no i love this um the nuggets
1: Ooh, i like where this is going
0: you see hey we we have jamal murray who just tore his acl but still productive and he's 26 27
1: i uh, know he's younger than that he's 24 he's
0: 24 even better yeah he's this young point guard <laughs> very productive love where this is. does going. a lot for your team Portland says, "Hey, let's let's throw you Damian Lillard and maybe some future picks, and
1: maybe even." Oh no no no! Whoa whoa no! First of all, the Nuggets are throwing picks. the The Blazers are not throwing picks with Damian Lillard. For
0: a twenty four year
1: old, yeah no card? no. Damian Lillard is the big pa- the big piece in that package. The bl- the Nuggets are not okay getting hey, like, picks and let's, I, nobody's first of all nobody's getting picks and Damian Lillard. That's I don't, not happening. I don't, so just cool I don't jets. care
0: about the secondary shit. Jamal Murray, for Jamal Murray,
1: and whatever else it takes for to get Damian da- Lillard. Oh well, if you're the Denver Nuggets and you can do that, you do that.
0: Portland though, that's where I was going with it. Portland,
1: that. okay. This is where the picks come into play. If because here's the thing, the Portland doesn't have any picks. They have. Well, they have their own pick like next year and two years from now, but they can't trade them yeah. because they can't they can't move those picks. Um but like here's the thing. I mean, Denver's picks are gonna stink, you know that. Like they're gonna suck. If you're if you're giving up Damian Lillard and they have the Joker, like, yeah, you're picking in the late twenties every year. So you're just gonna have to accept that. But if I'm Portland and you're telling me that I can get Jamal Murray, and I mean you're you're looking at two firsts. Yeah, you're looking at minimum two firsts, and then you're gonna have to throw something else in. Uh, I don't have Denver's roster in front of me, but uh, boy, you're probably looking at like Monte Morris too. Either Monte Morris or um Frank Composo. Actually, I like Compa Yeah, you, you're looking at like. Jamal Murray and Compozzo, or Jamal Murray and Jamichael Green, like to make the roster fit and the or to make the salaries match, and then probably two firsts if not three. If I'm Denver, I'm doing that. Like hell, if if they don't win the title this year, like hell yeah, I'm doing it. I like Jamal Murray, but I like Damian Lillard at 31 a hell of a lot better. And you've already talked about this with me. I think there's a little Ewing theory with Murray. I think the Nuggets are actually better without him because. The Joker's just in control. Like, yeah. he's he's just in control of everything. And Michael Porter Jr. is the real deal. Now, if Portland calls up Denver and goes, we want Michael Porter Jr., I'm hanging up the phone. I agree. Hell no. I ain't trading that kid. I mean, did you see him the other night against the Suns? He came out and just lit it up. He was incredible. I, no way would I trade him. Um, but I like that idea. I didn't think of Denver because I honestly thought of Denver, but more with McCollum. I just don't know if. I don't see Denver picking up CJ's contract. Why? Right. Why well, would you? Well, if you're if you're getting, you know, if you're trading uh, Murray, you could do Murray for McCollum like straight up. That I would consider. I don't think I would do that. I would only if I do believe there's a Ewing theory with Murray. Okay. If if I if like if they do well and they get to the finals. Let's say they get to the finals and they lose. You got all the way to the finals without Jamal Murray? Now, do you think that's... I don't think it's going to happen.
0: Think the Ewing theory with just Jamal Murray, or it could be the Ewing theory with any star point guard they
1: get? No, I just think it's...
0: I because Murray, to me... Do you really think Damian Lillard comes in there where you have a Jokic who dominates the floor?
1: If, you, if, if Dame played with Jokic, like, we've seen how good Dame can be with Nurkic. With Jokic, they'd be incredible because the pick-and-pop game would be wow, that'd be next level. Because
0: we're, we're saying that Dame needs another all-star.
1: No, he needs a superstar. Like, he needs yeah, a superstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, Jokic is is the, obviously that guy. He's the first center to win MVP since Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. I, so, he is that guy. Right. Or, my other option to you, I think he needs a big man. I don't think he needs a shooting guard, small forward superstar. I think he needs a big... Power forward, center, superstar. So the only other option that I would bring to the table is maybe the Sixers try to trade
1: Ben Simmons. See, I've heard that one too. I'm so down on Ben Simmons. Like, first of all, Philly screwed up. They should have made the James Harden trade. You and I talked about this last week. Why are you not trading Ben Simmons for James Harden is beyond me. I get, like, Simmons is good and he's young and he's really good defensively, but... That dude cannot be the best player on a championship team.
0: Can you tell me how Ben Simmons was a top ten All Star voter or All Star votee? I mean,
1: because you know fan vote. Fans. I'm like pretty him. sure he got a couple first pick votes. You mean for the All NBA teams? Uh, uh, the MVP. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, mind yeah, blank. Yeah, because the He got MVP a couple vote. first first like, place. Derrick Rose got a first yeah. place vote. I mean, that's just stupid. Yeah, I, there there's bad voting all over the. Place. But, yeah, like Simmons, if you you told me Philly's sending two firsts and Simmons for Dame, now you've intrigued me. But if I'm Portland, I can't trade Damian Lillard without a young talent and picks. I have to have both. I can't acquire a young asset and not have any picks. I've got to have something to do something with. So the other team is Oklahoma City. Because they can throw the God offer, God, I guess, I would love and, and, and I guess the Pelicans are the other one too. Which
0: so, I'm gonna cut you off. Okay, you have made two points. Let's jump into the OKC. Um, what do you, what does that OKC trade look like to you? Though are they getting rid
1: of Shea? See, that's that's the tough one because I actually don't think you move Shea. I think in, if you're trading him to OKC, you're trading him for like seven draft picks and salary filler actually. And you might not even have to, cause I don't know what Oklahoma city's salary cap situation is. I, I would love that. So I, much. I really think that's like what you're looking at. The problem is if you're Oklahoma city, are you doing that? Because like, it, okay, if OKC gets the number one pick in the draft and I'm, it's going to be Cade Cunningham, spoiler alert guys, Cade's going number one. I hate saying that, but he's going number one. If you I get don't. the number one pick, and you call up Portland and you go, hey, you know, Cade Cunningham, pretty good, pretty young, and... I don't... I think you need more than Damian No, No, Ward. no, no, no. Like, oh, no. Hell no. Yeah. The
0: number one pick? You're giving up... Se- how many picks you said Seven you're, picks? You're gonna... No,
1: I mean, you're gonna want the number one this year. Yep. Something next year. So two they years get, from now. They get the number
0: one this year. You're talking this year's first... Maybe uh,
1: One of the firsts next year. Yep. I know you have a couple of years where there's multiple firsts, so probably like two of your later firsts.
0: So five first-round picks.
1: I'm the, yeah, I'm looking at like five firsts. Straight up. And, they're, go- and they're not going to be like all your picks and all someone else's picks. Like, it's going to be a multitude of ranges of picks. Like, Portland's going to look to replenish their pick stash.
0: I don't know if, if you're OKC if you do that. I don't know if I would like that very much. I was going to say if we get the guaranteed one and... We could try to trade for
1: Dame and a big man from the Portland. So how about this one? So you're Oklahoma City. You guys have 17 first-round picks in the the next, what, five drafts? I know another guy that's potentially going to get pissed off. He plays way up north in Minnesota. Carl Towns, Dame Lillard, and you just throw every pick under the sun you have. Yeah, those two players. Yes. Not See, now I've got you because that works for Oklahoma City. But OKC can't make that deal unless they're getting Dame and a guy. It, it, there's got to be somebody else they're getting. So let me just – let me give you the three trades that I did earlier that I think w- – these all work. This is Portland and OKC only? No, th- I, I didn't do Oklahoma okay. City. This, they weren't actually a team that I did a trade for because I think that that's just a massive pick throw – and you just see what you can get on that one. Um, the first one I have here is a CJ trade. Okay. okay. The Pelicans get CJ McCollum and a 2022 first-round pick, top three protected. The Blazers get Brandon Ingram.
0: Is that um, doing anything for you?
1: CJ's 29. But see, here's, here's the thing, and you, you've heard me say this. I like Zion... I don't like Zion with Brandon Ingram. It doesn't make sense to me. He's too much of the same kind of player and needs the ball. CJ is so good playing off ball that it makes sense. But I don't know how much I would like Zion with CJ McCollum. Off ball shooting, space to floor, can provide secondary ball handling. I, I, I really liked that one. Now, that doesn't make the Blazers a contender. You know, they're, they're, they're basically in the same position but you have a better chance. I, l- I like your chances better. You're a little bit lower on the cap although it's not much. I think oh, never mind. Ingram makes 27 and a half. All right. That one's not doing anything for you. No. Well, let's go to th- let's let's go to this one first. All right. The Pacers get CJ McCollum.
0: Who just fired their head coach today, by the yeah, way.
1: Yeah. Yep, gone. There's some news that they just hired this offseason cuz
0: he lost the locker room. Well, he did. Was the report? Yeah, yeah. He was no, a dickhead.
1: Um, the Blazers get T.J. Warren and DeMontis Sabonis. Now, the problem with that is you've got to move Nurkic after that. Because you're not going to be able to play Nurkic and Sabonis together. There's not enough shooting there. But you you can get something for Nurkic, like some kind of a wing. You'll get a trade exception or something to do something with him. T.J. Warren I like, really shoots the ball well, can score. Sabonis, I love Sabonis. I think he's a top 25 player in the league.
0: See, the problem is everything that I think the the Trailblazers should do revolves around getting rid of CJ. Right. Like, and you just, like, it's not feasible. Like, nobody. It's it's
1: not that it's not feasible, it's just that what you're going to get back isn't changing life for you. That's the thing. So let me give you this last one. Okay. The Clippers. Get Damian Lillard. They send out Paul George, two firsts, or two seconds, and two future firsts way in the future because they can't trade any anything anytime soon.
0: And then the Trailblazer starting team is CJ at the two, P G at the three of Nurkic.
1: Covington is in there playing yeah. four, and you do whatever at point guard. You're drafting somebody. You're replenishing your picks a little bit because I mean the Blazers have no picks. They have nothing to throw around.
0: I think out of those three, that's the one I like the most, but it's still not doing right, it like, for me.
1: Like you're getting like you're getting Paul George, you know. I but
0: realistically, if I'm if I'm the Trailblazers. A three-way deal with the Thunder and, and the Timberwolves is what's intriguing me the most out of what's been said between you and I in the past 30,
1: 45 minutes. All right, well, do you, want the, do you want the really crazy trade that all of Dallas, Lakers, Portland, and Boston Twitter was sharing the other day? Sure. So it's a four-way trade. This is where it's just stupid and it makes no sense whatsoever. Okay. The Lakers get C.J. McCollum. Okay. Boston gets Damian Lillard. Uh, okay. This was yeah, not a Boston no, guy I that know. wrote this. So. I'm just All right. Just, just yeah. bear with me here. Okay. Dallas gets Kyle Kuzma, Marcus Smart, and Yusef Nurkic. Okay. So Dallas gets rid of Porzingis, too. Okay. Okay. They get that problem, which there's clearly a problem there. Porzingis is not happy. They add three... Really solid, above average role-playing guys to get rid of Porzingis and get off his contract. Portland gets Porzingis. I believe it was two of Boston's young guys. I, I can't remember which two it was. And then there was like seven drafts.
0: I was gonna say you all 1st in a, a bunch of a bunch of picks.
1: LA gave up a first, Boston gave up three firsts, Dallas gave up a first. And then it all works. Financially, it works. Everything fits. So, yes. I mean, oh, it, I think Kemba was involved in that too as, somehow. As
0: crazy as that trade is, yeah. If I'm the Trailers, I, I love that. that. See, that one because you do. Because if you're rebuilding, which if you're getting rid of Damian Lillard, you, you better be locked into a rebuild stage, which means you're getting rid of CJ, and you potentially are getting rid of Yusuf Nurkic. So, yeah, I would take three, two young guys from the Celtics – and seven draft picks, first round yeah, draft picks. I think picks. it was
1: I think it was Peyton Pritchard, Aaron Neesmith. I think Kemba was in there too. I'm taking that. I think he was in there too, and then there was I think it was four picks from Boston, one from the Lakers, and I don't think Dallas said I'm sorry,
0: back. but Kemba by himself with no CJ or Yusuf Nurkic isn't winning that trailblaze for team many years. Right. You're t- so your first-round right. pick is still very good.
1: Well, they don't have it. Well, That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> They don't have shit. But so tanking doesn't help them is their problem, but. Granted,
0: those Lakers, Celtics, and Dallas picks they're all gonna be late aren't going to be the best, but they're still first-round picks. There's
1: something you can do something. And you're getting Porzingis, like, you're getting money off your books. You're getting
0: Kemba Walker and Kristaps Porzingis. Right.
1: Like. Yes. You're going you're to do something with that. You're not going to be miserable. So it works financially. Would Portland do it? Eh, I don't know about that. But it did fix it fixed four teams' problems. It really does because Boston gets their third guy that they can count on. The Lakers get better shooting, and they get off of Kuzma, who just fucking hates playing there for some reason. Well, I think LeBron hates him. but And then Dallas gets rid of Porzingis, and they add role players, which they desperately need, which, by the way, Dallas, Boston, Akemba, and Marcus for Porzingis and something move. That's got to be done. Like, can we get that one done now, please? Um, But Portland is in such a bad spot. Like, we can go over this and over this and over this, and I think there's a lot of fun trades to throw out there, but it just comes down to, like, what are they going to do? They're stuck. They're either going to be a shithole with no players, or they're going to just be stuck in and you know how i feel about that i hate being 789 every year and let's be honest they were the 5 seed this year well what are they going to be next year the 6 seed the 7 seed i mean come on luka's going to get better ja and zion are going to get better you're not a good team your team is ter- their team stinks their roster stinks i hate it if you're relying on carmelo anthony you're not going anywhere if he was, like I said, if he was any good, he'd and be he's on the also Lakers.
0: The free agent this
1: year, right? So, so yeah, I, I just think they're in a shit hole. They got to hire a coach. They have a lot of problems. Damian right Lillard now. needs to be traded.
0: Uh, they have to commit to a rebuild. They have to get rid of their big three. I will say it's not a big three. Well, it's a big one, and their, then they have two solid guys. It's their three guys. main players, right? They like, need to get rid of all three. Maybe keep one of them that's not named Damian Lillard or CJ McCollum. If you're keeping Nurkic, sure, fine. But No,
1: you got to move Nurkic.
0: I would be trying to move all three of them, whether it's a four-team trade, a three-team trade, or straight up you Damien Lillard for Jamal Murray or something like that. Like
1: but, You don't want to get caught not knowing when it's time to throw in the towel. Oklahoma City did it. They're like, ah, we can't win. Throw it in. Let's get our... Like, you yeah, Russell sometimes, having, and Paul George and you couldn't sometimes having 20 picks look makes you look really stupid because you can just keep making picks and you can screw them all up. But you know what? It's better than coming in ninth place every year. I, I'd rather have 20 picks and a potential future than coming in ninth place. I just would. And if they don't play this right, they're going to be in that situation. They're going to be stuck. And Portland's been lucky. And now is the time to do it. Yeah. And, like, Portland's been lucky. They've been good for 20 years. Like, 20 years of, like, consistent, really good basketball. Other than, like, two seasons where they were picking high. But other than that, they went from LaMarcus or they went from – you know the Scotty Pippen era with Rashid Wallace they had a p- two bad seasons they got LaMarcus Aldridge, Brandon Roy, they were good and then they got, you know, Dame and CJ and they were good again like they've had like six bad seasons in 20 years. That's that's pretty good. So they they've got to realize it's time and make the move to switch. Yeah, because it, you could if you're
0: trading Dame, you could say, "Oh, look, he's got f- 5 years left that very good." Well, he's
1: he's going to come up on a contract and someone's going to extend him. He's gonna get a contract for like five years, two hundred million dollars. Yeah. it's gonna happen.
0: So now is the perfect time that that makes him playing in that in that deal for until he's thirty six. You could throw CJ out there for a five year deal. Let's him play until he's thirty four. Yusuf, I don't have his age right now. I
1: think he's twenty nine.
0: Another five year deal till he's thirty four. Like yeah. now is the time. You cannot wait any longer.
1: No, like, it's 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 time to do and it. And you
0: can't wait for these guys to be free agents either. You can't let yeah. them hit free agency. Nope. You have you to get something for, for these guys. Yep,
1: Portland's not a free agent destination. It's just not. You're not getting guys. All right, let's take a break. All right, so did you watch the uh, the gimmick boxing match over the weekend? I watched like a minute
0: of it before my live stream cut out. <laughs> That well, I found what, on Twitter. Oh, what were you doing on a no, live I stream? No, I literally found a live stream on Twitter else I wasn't <laughs> oh watching it. Oh, my God. It was some, like,
1: Arabic live stream was streaming <laughs> it. So I was like, fuck it, I'll watch. All right, so I was not going to waste my time trying to scour the dark web for a, you know, I, streaming service. I g-
0: I gave up after the minute of it cutting out and in every... 15 seconds, and I turn on the U.S. Men's National game against Mexico. Which, great call, anyways. Oh, yeah, it's great. We don't need to talk about it. Nobody likes soccer. But if you're not watching U.S. Men's National team soccer, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. Um, it's just exciting.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> So I, did wa- I watched the fight on YouTube, the highlight thing, where you watch basically the fight from a weird angle. And yeah. You get the gist. And right. boxing
0: means more to you than it does to me. I'm not a fan of boxing. I never have been, and I don't see myself getting into it.
1: Well, how can you get into boxing now
0: at yeah, this point? Yeah, I, I like fast-paced fighting. I love the UFC because you are a trained killer. If
1: you oh, you're assassin. kill assassin. You're a certified assassin. Yes.
0: Boxing, it's it's slower. It's, it's a
1: skilled... It's it's a dance. Especially
0: honestly. Floyd Mayweather fights. Right, and see, everybody is, hates Floyd fights. Because he's a defensive fighter, yes. and that's... it's. I, I saw on Facebook and Twitter that Floyd Mayweather might go down as the most boring boxer in boxing history. But guess what? He's also going to go down as the best boxer in boxing history. Um, No. Arguably.
1: If you want to say defensive boxer, fine. I don't know and boxing. That's, that's no. the problem. No. I, like, I no. see
0: a bunch of people saying he's the GOAT, so people I just go a, with him being yeah, the GOAT. Yeah, those people are idiots. Um, it's Muhammad Ali and it ain't close. But, so, with you being a lover of boxing... I want to get your thoughts on the whole celebrity boxing era that we are in right now.
1: Well, let me, let me start with this. If you bought slash bought, quote in quotes, air quotes, the fight. It's the first right. rule about we don't We Garrett. don't talk about that stuff on here. Okay. And then you immediately after the fight went and posted on Facebook that it was a disgrace to the sport of boxing. Why the hell did you watch? What did you think it was going to be? You were you knew you were going to be pissed about it as soon as you finished watching it, okay? There was no judges, so there was going to be no winner unless there was obviously a knockout, which wasn't going to happen because the one guy's forty four and could never knock people out, and the I other think guy. He knocked him out? No, I don't think he knocked him out. I, I saw, think he was. I don't
0: know if he knocked him out, but I think he blacked him out.
1: I think he stunned him for a second. He went
0: limp for a quick, uh, yeah, a hot I second, in mean, the know, fourth. You catch and somebody.
1: I, I will say this. I think Floyd put money on himself to knock out Logan in the fourth round because the fourth round happened and Floyd's throwing haymakers and then rounds one through three and five through eight, Floyd wasn't doing anything.
0: Floyd and Logan got more hugs in, in that eight-round boxing fight than I but have see, in my life, See everybody's,
1: everybody's shitting on Logan for that. That's smart. Yeah, you're, that's you're, smart fighter because you're the heavy 20 fighter 20 pounds heavier than the guy. 20? He's weight,
0: 35. Yeah, you're putting your weight on the other fighter who's— That much shorter and that much lighter than you,
1: that takes a toll on the other fighter. Anytime you're fighting a smaller guy, you always lean on him. So, A, great job by Logan Paul to do that. That was really, like, I was really impressed by that, by his ability to do that. He can also take a punch. Like, (sighs) Floyd punches with pillows, like, you're basically fighting a pillow fight out there, but... Like, you took a punch from Floyd Mayweather. Congratulations. And you also landed
0: punches on Floyd Mayweather. He did. He
1: landed a couple. How much they hurt. And realistically,
0: you're Logan Paul. You have no boxing background outside of fighting another YouTuber three years ago. And you're fighting Floyd Mayweather. And you won a few rounds. Can I ask you
1: this? So, I get the Pauls mixed up all the time. Haven't they been fighting now, like, all year? Like, uh, or is it just Jake that's been fighting?
0: Jake's fought twice in the past year, I believe. Which and Jake one? Jake is out fighting Tyron Woodley.
1: N- which one knocked out Nate Robinson? Jake. And he also had the Knocked ben out Ben Ashgren, Ashgren yes. Okay, and so he's so fighting Tyron Woodley later. He's the, t- he's later the, in the one year. that's had two fights, basically.
0: Well, so Jake fought. So Logan fought another YouTuber from the UK named KSI, I believe. And okay. Jake being Logan's younger brother, fought KSI's younger brother and beat him. And then Jake fought another YouTuber. After that, beat him, then fought Nate Robinson, knocked him out, then fought Ben Ashgren, knocked him out. Um, doesn't matter. The only one that's fought a legitimate boxer so far is Logan.
1: And I actually think Logan's the better fighter. I think Jake is kind of the... Jake, to me, seem, like he seems like the kid in like elementary and high school that hey go like shove that frog in your mouth. He's like that kid, like the, just the moron that you tell him to go do something and he'll do it. You can hit him over the head with a baseball bat and he's going to be fine. I think
0: um, Logan brings more maturity, yeah, maturity into boxing. and skill. Jake actually. brings more I'm going to shit talk you and then all of the pressure's on you and off of me. Right. That's why I think Jake will beat
1: Tyron Woodley. Because I think Jake's going to beat Tyron Woodley because Woody, the problem with these fighters, that when they fight them, they have everything to lose. They have nothing to gain from this. Yes. So if you go in there and you knock out Jake Paul, you didn't win anything. Congratulations, you knocked out Jake Paul. You
0: knocked out a YouTube
1: box. Right. right? Like, what one is, one what does Floyd have to benefit from knocking out Logan Paul? Nothing. He has no gain from that. You want to you know, know what
0: he, he gains from fighting Logan Paul?
1: A hundred fucking million dollars. Yeah, he did. He won He got a $112 million purse. But you know what he does have to gain? He has to gain the, hey, look, I gave this kid a shot. Hey, guess what? Now I'm going to promote fights for him that are going to break stupid pay-per-view records because you know where the sport of boxing is going? It's not going for you know, us watching two random middleweights fight anymore. Like there needs to be more variance in boxing. I, I want to see Chad Ochocinco fighting people. I, you can't do that in MMA. Like you can't gimmick sports are like that's a thing now. We yeah, want that.
0: You mentioned before the podcast the whole Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers playing golf with Phil Mickelson
1: right. and like, Bryson. Like who wouldn't like we? Everybody watched it last year. You know who doesn't want to watch that? Everybody wants to watch that stuff. Uh, if I if I pose this one to you, the the New York Jets of last year get to play Alabama football. Who the fuck's not turning in for that? Every human being that likes football is watching that game. Everyone. Okay? We like the sport of boxing is has a problem because like just fighters don't fight each other. Well, you know what needs to start happening? Weight classes need to just th- there's no more worrying about class. I I, I wanna see Deontay Wilder fighting some lightweight. I want to see that. Like, <laughs> I would, I would watch that. Well, the that's more exciting to me than watching him and Tyson Fury fight again. The problem
0: I will say with boxing and golf is these are things where if you have enough money, which all of these you successful YouTubers and like this weekend, there's, a, I believe there's like a TikToker versus YouTube boxing card. Where it's six TikTokers facing six YouTubers. Yeah, I'm not tuning in for that. I, I don't... I have no idea. I gotta know who you are. Is like... But if you have... Say you have a million dollars and you say, you know what? I'm gonna go and make five million dollars fighting some YouTuber.
2: Yeah, you can YouTubers put a million, are gonna tune in. You can put a
0: million dollars into training and losing weight and getting in shape. And then what the hell happens if you get your ass kicked? Oh no, I made a mil- five million dollars getting my ass kicked. And guess what? I'm gonna go shit talk the next guy... And make ten million dollars, and if I win that, guess what? My next purse, I'm making twenty million dollars, and just there, you never have to work another day in your life.
1: Like, this is where it's going. Who like? People want to see celebrities do stuff like this, like celebrity softball games. Everybody likes to watch those, or maybe not everybody likes to watch those, but people tune into. You get to see
0: Bill Nye swing a softball bat and hit a home run. Yeah,
1: like, like. the um the NBA celebrity all-star game. Like people watch that. Yeah. I enjoy watching it. It's fun. Like, you know, it's not we're not there to see the ultimate athletic ability when you're tuning into that. You're tuning into it because it's going to be comedic. It's entertaining. And let's be honest, like would you rather spend 50 bucks watching you know Floyd versus Logan Paul or would you rather spend 50 bucks watching two random lightweights that you've never heard of? Floyd Logan Paul. Exactly. Like Would you rather, like, the the Tyson thing, Mike Tyson, he just he hasn't fought in 20 years, and you know what? People watched it. Like, they want to see that. So, if you're telling me that Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell can get in the ring and fight each other, who's not watching that? Like, that's where we're going. We're going to have, like, honestly, you know what the problem is, and I'm one of these people too, it's these people that don't understand the YouTuber world, I don't get it. I'm not into that stuff. I watch sports, guys. Like, that's what I do with my life. I, I watch sports. I don't have TikTok. I don't have Instagram. Like, it's us. It's, we're the problem. Like, my kind of people <laughs> that don't have this shit, we're the ones complaining about Floyd and Logan. But actually, I'm applauding it because I understand that's where we're going. We're, we're not – boxing is, is falling. MMA is where the real fighters are now.
0: And it's shitty because boxing, you make – Fifteen oh, times yeah. the amount of money you make in the UFC. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I mean, the money I is mean, stupid. And does boxing. that come down to sponsorship deals that the UFC oh, doesn't have? Yes. Could it also come down to Dana White being cheap? Yes. Oh, come on, right. but
1: you know, <laughs> we can't make it through one podcast when we talk about combat sports without you shitting on Dana. Stop shitting on Dana. You, you, you appreciate him, and I know that.
0: I, I think that. Boxing is going down the rabbit hole of nobody's going to take it as serious, which is shitty because the amount of the amount of cultures that just thrive off of boxing like the Mexican culture there are families where the the whole bloodline is just to make one of those members of that family tree a professional boxer or two and <laughs> or like father son duo is boxing back and forth with each other like those and that's what happens in like mexican lineage is you have cultures that just try to make professional athletes in the sport and boxing is one of those huge ones and it's going to be shitty for those cultures when boxing goes down the drain like it is there's going to be shitty. There's sadly, there's going to be people that pay for this TikTok or YouTube boxing thing this weekend. Yeah, I, w- I will not like, be watching. Why? I have better things like, to do. It, yeah, it's you're gonna watch. You're gonna pay if your favorite YouTuber or TikToker is fighting. Who is, I Who's your favorite YouTuber? I don't like, watch do you like YouTube a- videos though. <laughs> like that's, right, who's
1: your who's your favorite TikToker? I like. Did, wait, wait. Did you see the video of Tom Brady with those TikTok kids? No, <laughs> he was like. He infiltrated some TikTok dance, like he was like in their house, and all these kids are like sixteen years old, and he's just like in the background, like the forty-five-year-old dad that has no idea what's going on. I'm like, what the hell is Tom
0: doing here? Like my TikTok is comedy, food, and sports. And so I, I don't, don't have TikTok. I don't even know how, how it works. And like, in in I, I don't I don't know. It's so it's so odd to me. Tamara, I just you
1: look like you have a you have a comment on this.
2: You sound so old. Because
0: <laughs> you're 23 years old and you're not on TikTok. Hey, I'm going like, to be 24. I don't care
2: that you don't have a TikTok. I don't even know how to use it. You scroll. <laughs> it's literally videos on a screen and you just scroll.
1: I don't know how it works. You're I really don't. so
2: dumb. You're like, all of that's running through my head right now is that, like, the commercial. Okay, now we're going to try and open a PDF. <laughs> <laughs> that is me.
1: I, if you ask me to open a PDF on my computer right now, I don't know if I can do it. I might I might have to call in tech support. The Geek Squad. I did see that Tom Brady video. I just went and found it. Yeah. I've seen (laughs) (laughs) that. But like it the people that watch boxing, that's me. Like, yeah. They're people like me. We don't have TikTok or Instagram. We're not into that. And so when we see a YouTuber coming up the ranks, and like I've said it again, I'll say it again. I have respect for what the Pauls are doing because they're not they're not trying to cheat it. They're actually training and trying to be professional about this, but they also understand. Oh, in the sport of boxing, the way you make money is you make a fucking fool out of yourself. You know, as a you know, as a business, you throw stupid shit out there and hope that it catches and that some random idiot wants to fight you, like Ben Askren. So,
0: I will give the Pauls credit because they are business moguls. They are going out here and. Like you said, they are putting in all of this work to be good fighters, but they're also advertising these fights like crazy. Jake Paul is in the top 10 pay-per-view fights of all
1: time with that, that Ben fight. list is fight. a little overrated because— But
0: do you, do you understand how much money you make no, from no. pay-per-view? Oh, yeah.
1: I, no, I got it.
0: Like, Jake Paul never had to work a day in his life— prior he's never to boxing worked a day in his life yeah prior like, to boxing never had to because he made so much money off of youtube but now he his grand his great grandkids never have to work a day in their lives like that's how much money this guy is going to make in the next 10 years boxing he's easily going to surpass a probably a billion dollars in the next 10 years. What, is,
1: what does he probably make with YouTube? Like, how much money does he get paid to be a YouTuber? Dude, YouTubers make so much L- like money. Like, I know that they make a ton of money, but, like, I'm not familiar... Like, I know them as a podcast kind of person, but I've never listened to their show. But, like, what are they probably making from YouTube? And I know it's a lot. I know they're top 15, 20 <laughs> YouTube people. I mean,
0: ads, you're probably making... I can't give you a number. Okay, but, but like, like it's astronomical. You can buy you can buy a double digit million mansion in Malibu, for the fun of it. For the fun of okay. it. Okay. Like so, like Logan Paul lives in a lives in a.
1: I I've seen his place because there's I've seen a couple of his like short videos on YouTube. Yeah, he he's
0: just paid for a million dollar podcast studio. He lives in a probably multi... He lives in a multi million dollar house in los angeles and then he just has he has enough money to up and move to puerto rico and buy a house there like jake paul lived in los los angeles sold his double digit million house to move to miami to buy another double digit million house he's probably got houses elsewhere because i mean that's what rich people do i would do it like jake paul youtube or google right now says his net worth is 20 million dollars
1: Bullshit.
0: Because he made a hun- he almost a hundred million dollars on that u- on that boxing fight.
1: No, no, he didn't make a hundred million. He made a lot of money. i you 100 million. He only made no. That's Logan. That's Logan. Jake yeah. against Ben Askren. Oh, against Ben. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm telling you, was you say he made a lot of money. Maybe yeah, it wasn't a hundred. It probably was like fifty million. Because he was the tr- the top promoter because Floyd. Yeah. Pro- when Floyd's involved, Floyd takes like seventy percent of the yeah. cut. But, um, like and look, if you're gonna if you're gonna hate on what the Pauls are doing, I'm gonna kindly ask you to just. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Shut up and get it. Like, stop hating on two guys that are clearly media personalities that have found a way to make money, and like you're hating on it because that's anti-capitalist. And what are you hating on people that have found a way to make money for? That's ridiculous. Like, dude, that's that's ridiculous. You
0: can't judge other people for making money. No, it's ridiculous. All the world is now. So,
1: like, I'm in favor of the of the gimmick boxing. I'm if they, if they were going about it a wrong way and they weren't taking it seriously, like the fact that they're winning fights or they're actually looking professional in the fights is the reason I'm behind it. If they were looking stupid and just getting the shit kicked out of them, I'm not behind them because I, I want you to still at least look professional when you're doing it. What actually is pissing me off is the athletes that are taking these fights and coming into it, looking like a joke. That's what's pissing me off. Basker. I'm not. I'm not mad about um, Logan and Jake Paul being boxers and making a ton of money. Good for them. They're they're winning. They're beating the shit out of athletes. Like congratulations. I I'd, I'd like to punch Nate Robinson in the face because he's a moron for taking that fight and not coming into it ready for it. Yeah. So I, that's all I have on that. But yeah, we got off on a little bit of a tangent. But but like I said, I'm I'm behind their decisions. I don't love them. I think they're hotheads. But I can't hate them for that. I'm a hothead. I can't hate them for that. So, good for them. I can't wait for the Tyrone Woodley thing. I won't be watching. I'll watch the highlights on YouTube, but it's going to be exciting. Like, it's going to be. The lead-ups are good. All right. uh, Moving on.
0: Do you want to do rankings or do you want to do random question?
1: Oh, let's rank the French fries. All
0: right. We are ranking French fries this week, ladies and gentlemen. So, Tamara can turn her mic on and join the show. So... Let's start at number ten. Um, we have we were told you and I before the show that seven, eight, or eight, nine, and ten are just terrible french fries by producer Romine over here, and I'm gonna I'm here to debunk the bullshit that came out of your mouth right before the podcast because I'll give you I'll give you my number ten. I'll start us off. Wedges, potato wedges, dog shit
1: My 9 and 10 stink
0: You can't hand me a potato wedge if I'm not starving and tell me to eat it Unless it has like sour cream bacon and all that shit on top Because potato wedges suck So I had a hard time filling out this list to find 10 decent fries So potato wedges are known So they are my number 10 shit fries though My
1: number 10, this is going to be You guys are going to hate me for this one, but curly fries Yeah, you're wrong I hate curly fries Dead wrong I really hate like. My, I don't love ketchup with my fries, but if I go to dunk my fry in ketchup... No, you
0: don't dip curly fries in ketchup. Okay, okay, curly so I, curly no, fries are no, a honey no, mustard see, fry. I,
1: no, I don't like that. I've try, there, there's too much seasoning for honey mustard because honey mustard is well seasoned. I like a seasoned fry with ketchup.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like a seasoned fry with ketchup, but you are disrespecting I, curly fries Okay, my here, other bud.
1: problem with them, curly fries really don't get crispy... Like, they're usually a soggier fry, and I prefer a crispier fry. You're wrong, though. They're I, not a soggier fry. I'm You've just had some not bad, bad curly fries. I probably have. I, honestly, I, I think I had curly fries from, like, Arby's when I was a kid. Oh, no. I mean, and I think uh, they just old, stink.
0: Old Arby's curly fries are bad. If you had new yeah, Arby's like curly fries, they're pretty I think good.
1: I just had a really bad experience, and I can't get over that. Like, so Tamara, what's your ten? I'm gonna guess it's like wedges or something no, or it's steak, fries. steak fries. Come on, I, I piss off! I
2: hate steak fries. How can
1: steak fries be that low?
2: They're just disgusting.
0: How? They're a f- they're just wider fries.
2: Well, they're always mushy.
0: Okay. Yeah, but those are the fries that are acceptable to be no, mushy because you're having steak fries with steak.
2: Fries shouldn't be mushy. You're having I don't steak want,
0: fries with even, steak. I don't even
2: want fries with so steak. So when you're cutting weird. up your
0: steak and all the juices are getting on your plate, the steak fries are wiping up the juice so they're mushy, so they're taking in the juice better. And then you have fries, steak fries that taste like steak. No,
2: not a
0: fan. All right. Number nine. What's your number nine, tomorrow? Wed- wedges. Okay. I have wedges Fair. also. I have chips. Really? I don't like fishing. Like, I'm not a big fish guy to begin with, but I'm not a big fan of chips with fish either so
1: and, and we when we say chips we're not talking about potato, potato chips, chips guys we're talking like, like england chips yeah fish and chips like that kind of fry that it, it's a lightly salted um lightly fried it's like a chip. sea salt yeah french it's fry very light yeah. i okay they're a lot higher for me so i like chips i do that's actually one of my top five so spoiler alert there um number eight what do you got I have smiley fries. 8 for smiley. Okay, I can't say anything smiley. Smile.
2: I also have them 8.
1: You have them 8. I have crinkle 8.
0: Really? I'm not a cr- I mean I have crinkle. I'm seven. not a
1: crinkle guy because the if crinkle cuts are crispy, they're really dry, and if they're not crispy, yes, they're really agree. soggy. Well, that's why they're, I have crinkle. There's no like happy medium with them.
0: So crinkle is your 8. Yep. So I'll Jump to seven is crinkle it's for it's me, also
1: my and seven. smiley is okay. my seven. Okay, so we are, so we're we are kind of on the same page here. Yes. All right.
0: Other than your bullshit curly fry I'm ten, I just but maybe if
1: I had curly fries more recently, I'd give him a higher ranking. But I had such a bad experience. Yeah. Like with
2: anytime them. we talk fries, like if I say that I want curly fries, he just absolutely refuses. So I can only have curly fries when I'm by myself.
1: Okay. Yeah, they're just I'm never gonna go for them. Maybe I should give him another shot. But whatever.
2: All right. Number
0: six. I have steak fries.
1: Okay, I have uh home or no, wait. Yeah, I have home fries. Okay, I have home fries six.
2: I have shoestring. Really? Okay. okay.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Um I have steak fries at number five. But I really like a good steak fry. Yeah.
0: The problem with, with ranking French fries is there's not really explanations for why you don't like there's explanations for why we don't like fries, but once you get into the top, it's like, dude, all fries are good. Like I said before the podcast. One through nine, I'll eat whenever. Like I love French fries. Don't hand me a potato wedge, so like
1: like one through one through seven, I'll eat whenever. And then like eight in a pinch, nine and ten, like fuck, I I hope I don't (laughs) have to eat nine and ten. That's how I
2: like my my one through seven, like I don't I guess you could kind of put them anywhere but once i like 8 9 and 10 i literally don't want them.
0: Um by the way, we are not counting tater tots on this list. If tater tots were on this list tater they, would be, aren't a french they would be They would be number 1. But they have everything that you need yeah. to make a french I, fry. I, I get
2: that, the potato, but they're not a french fry. Like i know? guess fried. I guess if we i didn't think that we were counting home fries cuz i guess if we're counting home fries maybe we should have counted tater tots cuz home fries even though it fries is yeah, in but the
0: the home fries are basically they're they're basically diped, diced up diced potato they're a diced potato that's
1: fried.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like if you like take a potato wedge a and chop it into fours, a tater tot is a
2: synthetic.
1: Yeah. Like, it it's different. The consistency on it's different. It's, it's just, you have
0: it's bigger pieces of potato, right? Whereas French fries are basically mashed potatoes covered in goodness <laughs> outside of the mashed
1: potatoes. All right, um, my so six, my five was uh, well we did our six, right? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: My five is home fries.
1: Okay, they were my six. Yep. Yep.
2: My my number five is like fresh cut fries.
1: Okay, okay. so my four is chips. I, like I said, I really like chips. They're a light. I'll eat those anytime. They're not super greasy. Like I like them. They're they're fresh.
0: My four is shoestring.
2: And I've got home fries.
1: Okay, so
0: I mean our our top seven are relatively yeah we're the same. we're really
1: close on that. Like I like it. My three is fresh cut. My three is waffle. Okay, fair. They're, like, waffle fries are solid. They're, they're very, very good, yes. you know?
0: And this is where we get into the upper tier of fries. Like,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. After, like, chip from chips up, for me, like, I take that seriously. Yeah. <laughs> those four, like, I take it seriously. This was, It was actually hard for me to put those top four in an order, it was, except for number one. My number one was easy.
2: Oh, yeah. My number
0: one and two were easy. All right. What's your three?
2: Sweet potato. I thought we omitted those. I didn't. I thought, I we, thought we also. I thought we okay. I'll potatoes. allow it,
1: but we did omit anything with like different flavoring to it.
2: Oh, I didn't. Whoops. So
1: way I, to break rules, scumbag. Fair,
2: <laughs>
0: even though sh- sweet potato that's still too high. Yeah, I like a good fry sweet potato fried, but.
2: No, I love sweet potato fries. So
0: how do you like your sweet potato fries? Because I'm very picky. I about can't running. eat plain sweet potato fries. I got to have like ranch and shit to dip okay, them in. Okay, so
1: sweet potato fries for me have to be burned. <laughs> and no, like,
0: you're already wrong. Not, not
1: like burned, but like they got to have a good char on them. And they, I got to have ketchup. <laughs> got to C- have ketchup. Ketchup
2: for sweet potato fries is gross. It's either ranch or like a garlic aioli.
1: No, no. Right, I would just like
0: to point out that I'm looking at Tamara's list of fries, and she drew the French fry next to <laughs> each, next to each name. Wow. <laughs> okay, number two, <laughs> I have waffle fries.
1: I got shoestring here,
0: so I'm assuming we're gonna have relatively yeah, the same. Yeah, I have same. waffle. All
1: right. So shoestring for me, like it's almost the king of all fries because you can't go wrong. You know, like every fast yeah, food they place McDonald's went with fries. that kind, Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, that's what they went with because they're like, this is the fry people want. What's your number one? Curly fries. Same. Oh, God. Curly. God, no. It's fresh cut. I, see, it's fresh they're cut. They're my number like, three. But I like, feel like
2: fresh cut fries, when they're good, they are very good. But if you're not making a perfect fresh cut fry, they're gross.
1: One, two, and three
0: are interchangeable because I will give you. I will take a Five Guys or a, a Wingstop fresh cut fry over a McDonald's or like an Arby's curly fry. Those are the only good fresh cut fries I've had. Like, I can't sit down what at about, a restaurant and have fresh cut fries oh, because see, I don't think they're very good. Like, I don't
1: like. You know when the best kind of fresh cut fries are? At, like, a fair. Uh, yeah. that's yeah. F- that, Fresh cut fries at a fair. Yeah. Like, and phew, that's understandable. Notch. But
0: I, how often are you going to fairs?
1: <laughs> no, but, like, it's a delicacy, you know? Like I take that I don't, seriously. Yeah, but
0: I don't feel like I have good enough fresh cut fries all the time, and at my, that's why there's still three because they're very good. Okay, but I,
1: I mean I can accept that. Yeah, you know I just I really prefer them because I like the salt on them, and I like the like that there is the potato. And they skin also with give them.
0: you the option of doing whatever you want with them. Like Wingstop does a sugar salt mixture.
1: I love Wingstop's oh, fries. Oh, me too. They're so good. That's what
2: we're getting for dinner tomorrow. No, we're not. I've already decided. No, and, not.
0: like, Five Guys, there's if I'm getting wings. I want real those wings. Those are just so salty that they're good. Like,
1: yeah, Wing Five Guys really does have good
2: fries.
0: So, that's been this year. This week's ranking. Wow, this year's. This <laughs> week's Cheers. ranking. Um, next week, we are doing ice cream flavors.
1: All right, let's make the rules on this now, though. Yeah, so, so, so it's we're no not local, gonna flavors. Do local flavors. So, for you Sturts fans, <laughs> we're not ranking the Sturts. Uh, ice cream flavors It's like Widely
0: known Like Ben and Jerry's Esque flavors Not even Ben no, and Jerry's No Not Ben but and Jerry's so like it'll be, it'll, like be min, it'll be mint chip It'll be vanilla Chocolate yeah. Strawberry Breyers, Chocolate peanut Perry's. butter It's just It's well known flavors It's not stuff That you find locally You go to Walmart
1: And like Yeah The, the, the generic brand Yeah It's what they make Rocky Road You know Those Cookie kinds Cookie though. Moose tracks Yes Like those kinds of things
0: it is random question time, Garrett. I'm
1: excited for this.
0: Now, you have a choice this week because I have two questions prepared. Football.
1: Can I have them both?
0: Basketball. No. <sighs> you broke the rules last week. We're not breaking the rules. All right, give me zero. basketball. I'm really feeling like basketball today. Now, if it sucks, we can just go to the football question because I feel like the football question is better. But So, you know how you can like redraft the whole NBA with like fantasy and 2K? Yes. Where does a 36-year-old LeBron James go?
1: Oh, I love this question. Okay. So, everyone has taken off their team. Yes. We're redrafting the whole league, which by the way, this is something I am advocating for. I think every year you should get to keep one player and every other player is thrown into a pool and we redraft the whole league. And you can't keep the same player more than once. But, anyways. All right. LeBron James is 36. I still think he's the best player in the world, <laughs> like. But he's not going number one. No, he's not going number one.
0: Because you have your Lucas and your Jaws and all your, right. and all these young guys that are, are realistically going to last Correct. way way longer than. Here's the thing:
1: if you're not taking Luca number one, you're crazy.
0: Okay, so we're gonna use the rankings for the NBA this year to, to depict what
1: what happens. rankings what rankings. So
0: just like whoever did the worst has the number one pick. So that'd be the Rockets.
1: At seventeen, wow! Well, they would love Luca. They'd get to spend another ten years watching somebody dribble, 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 and not get anybody else involved. Awesome. Uh, I, I mean, I would take Luca if I'm redrafting, like, and I'm keeping this guy forever. Um, I would, I would take Luca number one. I think he's probably got the highest ceiling of anybody available. Then you're looking at like you're going to have KD, Giannis. Well, actually, no, Giannis. Uh. AD, KD, Kyrie, Zion's gotta go somewhere. Zion's yeah. in there, Jaws in there, Donovan, Tatum. I think Tatum goes higher. Probably Tatum's with the top three. He's twenty three. Yeah. He's probably higher.
0: Tatum probably goes two for me. Honestly, ah,
1: no, uh, two is high. Giannis is still twenty six.
0: All right, yeah, he would go three then.
1: I mean, three being twenty three years
0: old and leading.
1: Uh, No, I I, I mean, come on. You're not going to find a bigger Tatum fan than me. I'm just trying to be objective here. Um, But, I mean, as far as LeBron goes, like, if you're telling me I get LeBron with, like, the 13th pick. He goes in the first round. Oh, yeah. Come on. LeBron's not falling out of
0: the top 30. Does he go top 20? Easily. He go top 15. Yeah.
1: Top 10. That's where I'm having a hard time because Donovan Mitchell, Luka, Zion, Ja, Tatum, that's five guys right there.
0: So you'd take a risk on a 36-year-old LeBron. How long is 36-year-old LeBron playing? How much longer?
1: Listen, the Colts made this mistake with Peyton Manning. If you're telling me I get four years of LeBron James at close to or at top-level LeBron, give me that. I get, I get four years of competing for a title. Also LeBron wearing number six, by the way. I, exactly. <laughs> like, number six LeBron is a different animal. Um, I would take four years of LeBron James over, you know, twelfth, 13th, 12. somewhere in there, like okay. top fifteen, easily. I mean, you know, I understand that he's thirty six. I get that, but you win one title, all is forgiven. You don't, ha- you know, what you don't have to do when you win the championship is apologize for anything. You don't have to apologize. Conor McGregor, I'd, I'd like to apologize. To absolutely no one, you know, that like terrible. That was awful. But like, <laughs> you don't have to apologize. And if you take LeBron thirteenth overall, your first year with him, you're you're gonna have a chance to win the title.
0: Yeah, especially with a redraft because you're getting another superstar. Right, like your
1: everybody's roster is gonna be pretty even. So, so
0: are we saying it's a snake draft? It's got to be snake draft, right? A snake redraft. No, let's go
1: fixed 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 yeah okay so then at
0: pick 42 you're still getting an all-star
1: yeah i mean who's the 42nd best player in the league like
0: uh, jamal murray uh,
1: no he's probably probably higher than that i mean like michael porter jr
0: no i think he's that's still a little no bit too jamal high murray's him.
1: like ranked higher than porter but i mean you're still looking at Jalen brown yeah like is Jalen brown top 40 i mean he's close you know
0: uh, like, we're also, like, missing a lot. Like, Trey Young
1: goes in the top 30. Trey Young actually probably goes top 10.
0: Brandon Ingram goes in the
1: top 30. Yeah, Brandon Ingram for sure.
0: Like, there there are guys, like, does Shea go in the top 30?
1: Close. Yeah, he's close. Ma- maybe you falls know. out of it slightly. Um,
0: like, each team has one superstar. Ball. Yeah.
1: Like Carl Anthony Towns. Could you,
0: t- so tell me, LeBron James gets drafted at, at 10, let's say. At pick forty, Lamelo Ball is still on the clock.
1: Oh yeah. Well, no, because you need shooting. If you're building around LeBron, you gotta have shooters, especially age thirty six. LeBron. Where's Clay that's Thompson? That's where the go? Lakers mess. uh Clay's higher, I think. Oh, maybe not. Clay's gonna be in that general area. Back to back knee injuries. Yeah, that's what's that's what's gonna hurt it. But I mean, if you're if you're taking thirty six year old LeBron, you're looking to get if you can get Clay with your second pick. If not, you're looking for. Well, you're looking for Joe Harris with your third pick, hopefully, which I don't know if he'd still be there. Joe Harris is pretty good.
0: And then you're looking for a big guy at your fourth.
1: Yeah, like, and you're looking for a big guy that can shoot. So you're looking for Porzingis with your fourth pick. I don't think he'd be there. Yeah, Porzingis, his, he's uh, Kevin Love. You're looking for Kevin Love, like. You're putting as many guys that can hit 40 percent from three around LeBron as possible, and you're rolling with that. Like that's what you're going with. It, yeah, it is. Like, so yeah, I would say he's top, he'd still go top 15. You're, you're going to take the risk on having four chances to win a title with him. He's still the best player in basketball.
0: So ballpark 8-12 is kind of what you're saying. It's where you're predicting?:
1: No, I'd, I'd think like nine to 15. Okay. Nine to 15. Give me, you can go, you can even go nine to 14, somewhere in there. But yeah, I mean, look, (laughs) the Nets had to put KD, Kyrie, and James Harden on the same team because they didn't feel they could beat Anthony Davis, always dinged. That's what I call him. And LeBron James, who's 36. They had to put that together because they didn't think they could beat him. Like he's still the best player in basketball. He's still, like, he's still the best dude. It ain't close. Like, KD is not on his level. I get it. He's, he looks really good right now. <laughs> you know what? LeBron's going to have a few months of rest. Watch him come back and be incredible next year. He's probably going to be. So, before we write his eul- the eulogy on his career, let's just take five minutes. Remember, he's LeBron James. He had a really weird season. He was injured. Like, he had no rest in the offseason. Let's see what he looks like next year.
0: So that's my answer. It's right.
1: like somewhere between nine and fourteen.
0: And if we weren't running so far on time, I'd ask you the second question. I want it. But we're I have it a minute and twenty-seven in. All right, we're pushing one thirty. So I think we call it. Unless there's anything else you want to touch on, real quick.
1: No, I'm good. Uh, as always, guys, please check us out on Twitter. That's at Highly Undisputed without the E. And remember to uh, send us your email questions. At highly undisputed at g highly undisputed two four seven at gmail.com. I didn't pull that up in front of me, so I just kind of did that from memory there. Um, but always subscribe and remember to share us, like the pod, five stars on Apple, rate five stars, please, re-rate, re-review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, all that nonsense. Let us
0: know what you think about the new like non-sports ranking shit that we're doing at the end. because. I feel like that that brings a lot, could bring a lot more listeners in, and then um, within the next month and a half, two months, look out for like fantasy stuff from us because we do want to do a day of, of a fantasy podcast as well on top of our when
1: uh, when training camp kicks kicks off officially for NFL, we are going to have people come on, local fans, we will have them come on then, but. With the big break in the NFL, I don't want to do big NFL topics right now. Um, Unless Aaron Rodgers gets traded. Yeah, which, again, any week. That could be any week. You never know. So, um, yeah, it's been fun. stay tuned on that, and we'll see you next week.